Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to On A Roll, where we take an unhealthy obsession in an actor's filmography. My name is Thomas, and joining me as ever is... Emma, hello Thomas. <laughs> I told you just before we just before we recorded this, I was like trying to amp myself up, and I said to Emma, "I'm just going to have a sip of my silly juice." He and, did. Um, he did, and then he went, "You're such a silly Billy." <laughs> you're such a silly Billy. Yeah, that's how you amp yourself up when you're a yeah. tired boy. And then I decided that being silly constituted calling myself Thomas. Yeah, there's nothing more just silly my name. Than, than your given name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, how are we? We're tired, I think, both of us. <laughs> We're yeah, sleepy, it's sleepy. It's been a beans. long week. They've they've opened up. They've opened up buildings for us to socialise in. Yeah, we're we're oh, knackered. We've just been non-stop socialising. Into the cinema. I went to the cinema once last week, and I had it booked again for Friday night. And when it came to it, I just couldn't you face just it. Ha- you just couldn't handle the emotional. Just experience. Go into the it's just overwhelming, isn't it? Sensory Honestly, overload. My experience at the cinema on Tuesday was so bad. I have defected to our old cinema because it was so bad. The service really? was terrible. Yeah. So I mean, after not all that names, hype, after all that hype, yeah. So um, Luke and I have gone back to our old cinema. Yeah. Because over lockdown, there was so much talk of when <laughs> when this is over, like we're going to switch to this other cinema. Yeah. And yeah. Like, because yeah. I'd seen that you'd gone, and I was like, "Oh yeah, shit!" If I want to go to the cinema with you guys, I need to switch over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad that I've not switched. Yeah, well, Luke hadn't switched either. It was just um, me and our friend, and we decided on Tuesday. Yeah, we're not we're not a fan anymore, so we've come back. And Luke was quite relieved because yeah, he hadn't cancelled his membership either. So we're back on the other side, and yeah, not naming any brand names, just in case you know one of them wants to sponsor us one day. Um, other cinemas are available. <laughs> so, <laughs> even though you don't know which ones we're talking about. Even though about. you don't know, I could be talking about any. So, yeah. But I was meant to see Mortal Kombat on Friday and I didn't end up going, which I'm a bit bit sad about because I do really want to see it. But I I did enjoy staying in because, like you said, I'm exhausted from all the socialising. So so what what exactly broke down? Um. So now at said cinema you can't go to the counter to order like food and drink and stuff. You have to do it at like the kiosk screen where you order your tickets. But there's only two screens and it's the UI is disastrous. So it took me just under 10 minutes to order a fucking nachos and tango ice blast. And then my friend had to do it as well. And then 
they didn't give us an order number like with the receipt like you would get at mcdonald's or something um so i was just stood there other and fast then food up- restaurants are available oh the fast food restaurants are available um and i went up to the counter and this woman was just stood there with my nachos and tango ice flask on the side and she'd given me a regular tango ice flask and i didn't want to be like hey karen but i was like i did order a large <laughs> i did pay for a large and she was like oh well we don't have any larges available it's <laughs> a bit like well i just paid why did, for a why large did you lady. let me order one then yeah. so she she motherfucking gives me a small tango ice blast to go with my medium tango ice blast so i therefore have two drinks and a nachos and i'm trying to juggle them into the screen and i can't carry it all and oh my god this, it, it was just an absolute disaster and i ordered jalapenos and i didn't get any jalapenos so i was pretty fuming with that and then just Did the whole experience was terrible. in their business i it. did no it wasn't until i got to my seat after carrying two freezing cold slippery drinks and a big tray of nachos i sat down and i was like there's no fucking jalapenos i like the idea here. i like the idea of a slippery drink <laughs> it was <I> slippery <laughs> um and then it just slips I got, right on down and tom you know you best well know that i love watching the trailers at the cinema but because this fucking kiosk took so goddamn long we kiosk missed all the trailers Karen. We missed all the trailers and we got in as Godzilla vs. Kong was starting, which I never do. I hate people who walk into the cinema with all their food late and they're squishing themselves down the aisles past you. And I always think, you're a dick. Well, guess what, Tom? I was the dick this time. Tell you what, I though, was. Good film, though. It's fucking amazing. It's brilliant. You watched it um, in lockdown, didn't you? Yeah, I did, yeah. And I, I sent you a voice note of me being so excited. I was like, I don't know if you can hear this, but this is, it's King Kong battering the shit out of Godzilla. And it's so good. Do you know what? I was thinking that as I was watching it, like, it's so good. And the last few, like, Godzilla or Kong films have been like, eh, they're okay. This was so good. I was like, I came (laughs) out and I said to my mate, I was like, every two minutes, I was just thinking, this is so enjoyable. This is so good. (laughs) it's, It's absolute trash, right? (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But, but it's just big monsters going. Yeah, Rah! it's just two big things battering the shit out of each other. It's fucking fantastic. And then a mecha, mecha Godzilla. Are you Team King Kong or Team Godzilla? I am Team King Kong. Ting, 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 tong, ting, ting. <laughs> <laughs> team King Kong. <laughs> fucking hell! Oh my god. Oh dear. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a Kong boy. Yeah, I mean, every time he comes on Although, screen, I just feel my heart. Spoilers, full. spoilers. He didn't win, did he? He did. No, he did not win. Friendship won. <laughs> well, no, Godzilla would have beat his ass. Yeah, he had him on sure. the ropes, but then, um, you know, the thing is with Godzilla, Godzilla came out of nowhere. The thing is with Godzilla is he has laser beams and he can swim. And like, yeah, Kong has his big like Mjolnir, which is fine, but he still can't swim and he still doesn't uh, have think actu- I think actually that would be Stormbreaker. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, because it would. it's an axe. <laughs> oh, yeah, it would. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, but that's that's made out of Godzilla, of like old Godzilla's. Old I'm Godzilla was know. hopping around Tokyo City like a big playground when suddenly Batman burst from the shade, hit Godzilla with a bat grenade. There's going to be a dramatic reading of that on our Patreon this week. I want to know more about the lore of like the Hollow Earth. I find that really cool. I, th- I feel like they'll do more of that now. I would like to see more. There'll be like a Hollow Earth movie, mini-series on HBO Max. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Well, Something like that. I-, I ain't paying for HBO Max, so... <laughs> well, there you go. 
Oh, do you want to hear a sad story? <laughs> Go on. So always. I, I can't remember if I mentioned I made Luke watch Charlie the original Charlie's Angels movies on my oh, birthday. Oh yeah, because you did, they're yeah. my favourite. And mm. then I was telling him about the remake from 2019 and how much it just offended me deep to my core. And he was like, "Okay, I want to watch it." Couldn't find it on any streaming services except Now TV. So I got a Now TV seven day free trial because I was like, "Yeah, bang in." Yesterday, eleven ninety nine spent at Now TV. I forgot to cancel my seven day free trial so now I have a month of Now TV so if anyone's got uh, any suggestions of something good to watch on there that's how they, that's how they get you that's how they get you honestly that's how they get you I just thought for fuck's sake you idiot Emma you fool you're you a fool bloody Emma idiot um, shall we explain we're just having a nice little chat now <laughs> shall we explain um, what this podcast is yeah, this so, bit, the, the, that bit yeah. of preamble at the beginning gets longer and longer each week. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how many people drop off because they I click on, a, on the pod and they think, oh, I want to hear about this film. And then they just think, well, this isn't, <laughs> this isn't just, what I signed up for. This isn't what I came up for. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this film is, this film, fucking hell, this podcast is not about Godzilla. <laughs> it's also not about Charlie's Angels or McDonald's. King Kong. It's about um, or filmography. cinema chains. Or nondescript cinema chains. It's about filmographies. So each season, series, whatever, never know what the right right word is, Tom and I, me and Tom, choose an actor to talk about and we watch all of their given media, if possible, in chronological order and we just tear it to shreds or enjoy it. Sometimes we enjoy it. So um, season one was about Robert Pattinson. Season two is about Ryan Gosling, and we're currently going through the filmography of one Zoe Saldana. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. Now, before we continue, um, we need to have a chat, guys, because <laughs> I've got two loads of bad news for you. So just have whatever you're doing, have a little sit down, have a little moment to yourself. Take yourself. a breath. Take so, a breath. Zoe's uh, films, there's quite a lot of them. So in Not This Week... But after next week's episode, we're going to take a little brief hiatus for two weeks. Um, just because we need a break, man. It's uh, it's a lot of films to cons- consume. Yeah, like we said, we're tired boys. <laughs> but we are we are leaving you on an absolute stonker of a week next week looking at the films. You'll hear about those at the end of the episode. Oh yeah, baby. But next week's a good week. I mean, this is a good week as well, actually. But we've just waded through several weeks of utter shite filth <laughs> uh, and we just need a little bit of a break so yeah. i believe i've started this and i'm not gonna be able to tell you when we're back oh i can we will be back on the 23rd of june so you've got an episode this week the episode you're currently listening to an episode next week and then two weeks of nothing but alternatively if you want to tide yourself over in those off weeks we have got three possibly four episodes of um our rip ride of a patreon bonus series hell yeah to tide you over so go over to our patreon um patreon.com forward slash on a roll pod second load of bad news right we need to have a chat (laughs) we need to have another chat i promised you last week that we would be watching three films this week um those three films being blackout the skeptic and vantage point yeah now blackout there needs to be a deeper investigation here. Yeah, we, we've got questions. Because... We have questions. Basically, the only place you can view Blackout is on um, Amazon Prime or a 
a streaming service called All Black. These they're but they're only available in America. Now you think oh, we've talked about before our use of VPNs. You think you could just use a quick little VPN? Yeah, yeah. You think easy? Just pop just on over there. On. Ah, yeah. now they they've thought of that. You need an American credit card to sign up for a free subscription or or to pay for these films. So that's our only option. And any other streaming services streaming online. It's impossible to find because, let me tell you, listener, between the years <laughs> 2006 and I think about 2013, a film was released every year with either just called Blackout, The Blackout, or To Have Blackout in the title, which it's makes Googleability right, impossible. Not only this, the film that we want to watch was released in 2007. In 2008, there was another film called Blackout starring actual cannibal Army Hammer. <laughs> which is a horror film and apparently a lot more popular. Not only that, but also released in 2007 was Britney Spears' album, Blackout. <laughs> so you literally, you type in Blackout 2007, you're not finding shit. We, we need to know what happened in this time of life to make so many things be called Blackout. It doesn't make any sense. There's the Blackout, 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 the horror film, um, American Blackout, the American Experience blackout. It's honestly mental. I don't I get it. I can't, I can't explain to you how mental it is. So yeah, basically, long and short of it is, we've not watched Blackout because... Because we can't. Most annoyingly, it's out there. I know it exists, but it's beyond our reach. It's beyond our grasp. Yeah. So if any American listeners want to, you know, get a free trial to All Black or Amazon, the All Black service on Amazon Prime and, I don't know, screen record it not that i encourage that because that is piracy <laughs> piracy is a crime but you'd be doing us a solid um so anyway we'll move on yeah to first off vantage point yes now what is this film about emma it's about the u.s president going to spain to like a summit of some kind to sign a treaty and he gets shot by an unknown sniper and there's explosions and shit and it all just unfurls and there's a lot of chaos in the square. And then the whole concept of the film is that you see what happened from different vantage points of all the different characters. So that's let the, me let me tell that's the you, concept. <laughs> I was all in on this concept. Were you? I quite liked it. I thought it was quite clever. I was so... I was... As soon as I realised what it was doing, I was like, mm, fuck yes. Yeah, I'm because all at about first this. I was like, this is just a typical, like, almost action thriller, like, not espionage, but, you know, that kind of, like... Yeah. Political thriller. Bit of a, then, bit of yeah. a White House down type. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. And then it sort of, yeah, got, got to the nitty gritty of it. And I thought, ooh, this is a, this is a bit, bit different, isn't it? This is, oh, it is a bit, mm, yeah. It's a bit unusual. bit unusual. Uh, I was so in. I, I mean, Zoe Saldana, whom yeah. we watched this film for, she dies eight minutes into the film. So <laughs> yeah. don't yeah. expect it to get much with of her. her. I was just like, oh, yay, she's like a really cool news reporter and she's like front and centre on the screen. And then, yeah, she died. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Bye. So yeah, there's just loads there's loads of different layers to it. The layers are there. And obviously as it progresses, like as you see it from each different vantage point, you learn yeah. more of the story. Mm -hmm. And I'm just all in on this kind of 
think. Yeah, it's it's interesting storytelling. It's I've just watched a bit different. I've watched things before with similar to this, but not the same. So there's an episode of Ring the Bell, Ding Ding Ding, Inside Number Nine, where <laughs> I don't know if you. By the way, I tweeted Steve Pemberton, one of the creators of the show, yesterday, just shouting us out because the latest episode of Inside Number Nine was about someone who hosts a podcast. And he tweeted about the episode, and he said, "What podcast should I be listening to?" So I give him a little I tweet. I did see so, that. So Steve, if that. you're if you're listening, hi. If you've made it this Hi, far, Steve. <laughs> they did an episode that's told in reverse chronological order. So it starts at the end of the story, you see it play forward, and then it goes ten minutes earlier, and you see everything mm. that led up to that moment, and then you go ten minutes earlier, and you like. I really enjoy that kind of storytelling. There's a film on Netflix that I can't remember for the life of me what it's called. Um, What's it about? That it's about like a small town in America, and there's a crime mm. been committed, or like a series of crimes, and it like takes you back. I think it's over a week or something. And it takes you back a day at a time. Oh. So you start at the end of the week, and then there's like, and it it allows for some really interesting twists. Oh. I'm going to have to find out what it's called now. It's got the guy who plays Dwight in um, the American office. I love a bloody twist. Uh, it's called Shimmer Lake. Oh, I've not even heard of that. Yeah, I can't remember when I watched it, but it's really good. Yeah. And it's also uh, a play that I read many moons ago called Many Moons, um, <laughs> which is... Um, that was a little joke for myself because oh, no one knew what wow. I was going to say. Wow. Uh, that's like four different characters. That was like a reverse pun. <laughs> yeah. That was four different characters that all live separate lives and you hear about all their lives from their like from their viewpoint and they intertwine. And there's a good twist in that as well. But you mm. get to hear about their different viewpoints of the different characters, which was used in this film, utilised, um, because apparently depending on which character's viewpoint you are viewing it from, different scenes and different events that you'd already seen they used slightly different takes mm. just to show how People like your 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 perception of a, of a situation um affects how you view it so yeah. like your memories there's a there's stuff. a character who initially you think is a good guy but then later on you find out that he's a bad guy and when you see when you see the some of the events the first time through and you think he's a good guy he's delivering it as like a nice delivery and then the second time it's more obvious that he's like being a bit sinister yeah um, yeah i think that's quite clever isn't it because there is a whole thing about people remember things differently and it's it's legitimate like yeah yeah everyone recalls events in a different way and and everyone centers themselves as the good guy because everyone thinks they are you're you are the main character in your yeah. life do you know what i mean <laughs> well i i i did think this when i was watching it because i was trying to keep track of all the different events because you can still see them like i hap struggled happening in the background <laughs> yeah and i was like hang on did that happen that way when we saw it from that other person because I, I was i was quite lost at several points so basically the several key things that happen are the president arrives at the, the square where this things going on yeah he the the mayor or president or whatever of spain i think they're in salamanca yeah he gives a speech and then the president gets up to do a speech and as soon as he gets up he is shot twice hits the deck then there's chaos around that a man runs up on stage and is decked by one of the security guards who is 
who previously took a bullet for the same president, and it's his first day back on the job. Yeah. Then shortly after that, an explosion is heard off in the distance. More panic ensues. Mm-hmm. Chaos. Chaos. Chaos ensues. And then the stage on which the speech was being given and the entire square blows up. And depending on which viewpoint you're viewing, viewpoint you're viewing, you see a certain amount before all these events and a certain amount after all these events. Yeah. So the first time through, you're watching it through this, the TV crew's lens and like their mission control and Sigourney Weaver is the executive producer and all Mate, this. Mate, when I saw Sigourney Weaver, I was like, this is the best day ever. <laughs> Do you want to know why, she, why she's in it? Sigourney Weaver. Why she's in it? Yeah. Because um, she's an actor, I guess. Well, no, but that was originally written as a man. Um, and then the director was like, we've not got any strong female characters in this film, so I'll make yeah, it a woman. and I'll cast ticking, then. I'll, nice. I'll, I'll, I'll cast Sigourney Weaver. Well, at least he noticed that there wasn't any strong female yeah. characters. Yeah, that's fair. At least he, yeah, corrected it retrospectively. They, they always say that. what a woman that. to get. They always say that, don't they? It's mm. like... If you want to write a strong female character, just write a, a male character and make them all women. Cause... Yeah, because men are incapable, yeah. the majority of men are incapable of writing women to be realistic. Well, when they, yeah, because when they write, write women, it's always just like, you get terrible dialogue, don't you? Yeah, like, it's it's bad. <laughs> I can't even it's think bad. of, a, I don't even want to make an example of what something that they say, because I, I can't think of one, but yeah. <laughs> Sigourney's great though. I love her. She's she's yeah. one of my so they, they view it all, idols. And that's where you get all the exposition about him being like the 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 guy who took a bullet for the president and it's his first day back. Is that Dennis Quaid? That's Dennis Quaid, right? Yeah. Dennis Quaid, what a fucking guy. Have you ever seen that video of him going into Starbucks shouting no. Dennis Quaid wants coffee? No. It's one of the best things I've ever seen you know on his, the internet. Do you know who his son is? Um, yeah, it's the fucking boy from the boys. <laughs> <laughs> it's the boy from the boys. Yeah. What's his name? Jack Quaid. Jack Quaid, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do know that. And you know how I know that, Tom? Because I'm such a Dennis Quaid fan that when I watched the boys, I thought that boy looks a bit like Dennis Quaid and I Googled it. Can I tell you, I know that Dennis Quaid is like a celebrity. I looked at his IMDb. I've never seen him in anything. Oh my God. The Parent Trap is one of my all time movies ever. And he plays the dad, so that's why I love when, him. When he, when I was watching this film, right, I was like, "This the is a pretty this, this is a this is a pretty big." I have seen that film, but I wouldn't have recognised him. Oh, I was like, Wade. I was like, He's this, an icon. This is like a pretty big part. Yeah, and I would feel like this is usually played by an iconic actor, and I've just got no idea who this guy is. Oh no, Tom! See, this film is great for me because Sigourney and Dennis Quaid are like two of my all time favorites. In, in my notes, I've actually got. Do you know who would have been really good for this part? But I think he would have been too old at the time that it came out. So if it was like maybe like a 90s or an 80s film, Harrison mm. Ford, like he would have been absolutely top notch. He would have been good at the time, yeah. Like but... I'm, I'm talking about Air Force One, Harrison yeah, Ford. Yeah, yeah. I think Dennis was good for this though. He was great. I thought he was brilliant. Oh yeah, really good. You've also got, so yeah. And then you see it from his point of view, do you? Yes, yes. I think that comes next. So he he's like obviously nervous. His friend, who is also a bodyguard, who's played by the guy from Lost, <laughs> um, Jack in Lost. I don't know his yes. I don't know his name. He they go out. They pick up the president. Um, they're stood on the podium, and he sees like a flutter in a window. Um, he sees like a a window uh, cur- a window curtain. 
<laughs> as opposed to a no don't say it jesus christ my mind just went to a bad place beef curtain um, <laughs> yeah that's what i was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> Oh, anyway, I'm, pro- I'm protecting a president. I've just detected a flutter in a beef curtain. <laughs> Ma'am, step away from the president. <laughs> oh my god, that would have been a different film entirely. Oh my oh god, god, I'm crying. Um, oh dear. Yeah, so he like reports that, um, but there's no one there. It was just a fan that was left on, mm-hmm. and then. Not long after that, someone from a window above shoots the president. But he also notices someone in the crowd with a video camera. Yeah. Forrest Whitaker. What a guy. What a what a guy. What a scoop. He He's filming the whole event. So then he stops the guy that runs up on the stage and he claims that he's a police officer and that he's, been, he's shouting that he's been framed. Then he goes to see Forrest Whitaker and he, he says, I need to look at your film. And he sees something on the film and then the stage blows up and then it's chaos and then he sees like a news reporter camera guy so he's like oh i'll go and review the footage he goes and reviews the footage and he's like oh my god and then runs out and they're like what did he see what did he see and then it flashes back and then so good loads of cliffhanger the only point the only problem i had but to be fair to resolve it they had to do it was uh, like the three quarters mark they break from the format and it's just yeah. it's just a generic action film. But um, yeah, I thought that. But but at that yeah. point, like, I don't know how you would do. Well, I've seen it done. I've seen in the things <laughs> in the things that I've mentioned. But it's a slightly different format. That's the yeah reverse chronological. Whereas this is the same event from every yeah. point of view. Ugh, I've lose track. Then you see it from either Forrest Whitaker or the policeman guy. I think it's Forrest first. No, it's the policeman guy. Because the, so then the policeman guy comes in. He sees his yeah. girlfriend talking yeah. to someone. I'm with you. And he's like, "Who are you talking to? Who's that you're talking to?" She's like, "Oh, don't worry. I'd never leave you for anybody else." And he's like, oh, "Okay, yeah, we'll yeah. run away." Then he's shot at this president. He he tries to run up on stage because he's a policeman. I think he's also the bodyguard of the Spanish president slash mayor. Yeah. He gets taken out, and then he sees his girlfriend. Do we see it at that point? I don't know. He sees his girlfriend lob a backpack under the stage. She's bent. <laughs> She's bent. Oh, and he hears in the conversation between her and the other man, I'll see you at the underpass. Yeah. So then he manages to break free of the policemen who've arrested him. He's being chased through the streets and an, uh, an ambulance drives past and his his lady friend is dressed as a paramedic and is in the dr- passenger seat of this ambulance. I mean, you're worried your girlfriend's cheating on you. That's pretty bad, but finding out she's like a fucking domestic terrorist yeah. is, is pretty bad. I'm also also <laughs> kind of unclear why this assassination assassination attempt. All right, Sean Connery. Okay, Roger. <laughs> oh yeah, Roger Moore. Fucking hell, ever shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Daniel Craig. <laughs> Just name any other James Bond. <laughs> okay, Halle Berry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not clear, is it? What caused this assassination? I have no idea. I don't know. I think it's they're trying to like destabilize something. Probably, maybe. I don't know. Um, <laughs> they're just terrorists. It's just what they do. <laughs> and then um, he he manages to make it to the underpass anyway. And then yep. just as he does that, he like pulls out a gun and he's like he steps out as someone dry, pulls up in a car and he goes, "Didn't expect to see me alive, did you?" Then it flashes back. You see it from Forrest Whitaker's. I mean, it, 
I don't want to explain every little beat because it's yeah. a good film. You should watch it. Like the yeah, pop, the good. twists and turns are great. It's very good. I'm going to get into a bit of spoilers now. So I had two issues with the film. Okay. The, one was the fact that it broke the format because yeah. I would really love to see it all play yeah, the out. Yeah, last quarter was a bit of a letdown. And also the plot, like the terrorist plot gets a little bit too convoluted for me. Mm. Like, so spoilers, there was no sniper. It was a remote controlled gun. <laughs> and like, I was like, if they had just had like one more person and like they'd have managed to explain the sniper away in a different way, I would have like been absolutely fine with this film. But mm-hmm. that was just... Because also the way he controls it is he's got like a Nokia with... No, it's got to be like a Blackberry or something, right? Yeah, he's yeah, got a stylus. with like some controls on it. And like, then he has like stupid. a 1080p display <laughs> of this crosshair of a sniper rifle. HD and then, hood. And then he moves it with his stylus and then just taps the screen and it shoots yeah. the president. Like, come on. I don't even think that technology would exist now. No. Never mind then on a fucking Blackberry. And then and then it's super easy for the guy who goes and clears that up to just disassemble the whole device and like get rid of it. <laughs> like anyway, yeah, and then it's also revealed that um Dennis Quaid's friend who's from Lost, he's in on the mm-hmm. plot as well. Um and then but then it all comes right and he manages to save the president because the president was never shot because it was a double. Yeah, it it got away from me towards the end, I must say, in terms of I was just a bit like, this is this is silly. <laughs> this is getting a bit silly So now. it's like... <laughs> They've had their silly juice. <laughs> they set off the fan to flutter the curtain to distract Dennis Quaid. Then they shot the president with a remote control uh, sniper rifle, but they knew that it was a double of the president because the president got a tip-off that there was going to be an attempt on his life, so they sent a double in his place. How they thought no one would ever notice is beyond me. Yeah, even though it's he, even though obvious. they're both played by the same person, he plays his double, <laughs> and apparently he played it slightly differently. So oh, did he? Different body language, maybe. Well, no. Yeah. Apparently, when he was playing the double, he was more stiff and had a fake smile. But when he was the president, he was charismatic and relaxed. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> fake smile. You're an actor. Yeah, <laughs> All well, your smiles are he, fake. He, he called it no, a I'm plastered joking. on grin. <laughs> um, For the listener, me, me and Tom have just done really ugly plastered on grins. <laughs> and then they, oh, Jesus Christ, the guy who was talking to the girlfriend, he was being, he had his brother held hostage and he's like an ex-military special forces guy. Yeah. So they get him to, while the president's being held at the hotel... He sneaks into the hotel, takes out all the security guys um, just before he, like, storms the president's room. Uh, A suicide bomber goes off in the lobby to distract them, so all of the men get called down to the lobby. He then breaks into the president's room, kills all his bodyguards and advisors, kidnaps the president. They drug him, put him in the back of the ambulance and try and... It's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot going on. It's a lot, yeah. And then the only reason that that comes undone... Oh, and then, <laughs> good God, I'm trying to track this film in my brain. You've done so much better than me. The guy I got fr- the very loose The guy from stuff. Lost go, he says, I'll go find the sniper in the window. But actually, yeah. he just dismantles the gun, changes into a pa- into a policeman's outfit. Yeah. Picks up the it's guy like from the hotel, the hitman from the hotel. They drive to the underpass. He kills the guy because they've they don't need him anymore. They've just used him. Then he is confronted by the policeman. They kill him as well. Then Dennis yeah. Quaid's chasing him. 
Uh, I think he shoots him and kills him. Mm-hmm. Then they still need to find the president. That comes undone because in D- Forrest Whitaker's storyline, he's befriended a woman and her child. The child is looking for her mother in the chaos, runs out into the road, is almost hit by the the ambulance. He grabs her, saves her from the ambulance, but they try and avoid Aww. the little girl, so they crash the ambulance. Dennis Quaid just happens to be nearby, walks over to the <laughs> ambulance, opens it, goes, oh, it's the president. Um, and all live happily ever after. The end, roll credits. <laughs> so yeah, up until like three quarters of the way through, I was like, this is just giving you my where I thought it would be. I was like, this is the best film that Zoe's been in. I was it like, had so much promise, but yeah, it 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 lost me. Yeah, about two thirds of the way, I just thought, yeah, this is daft, but it had real potential. Shame on you. Producers. I just, I think with a few few tweaks, it could have been Chef's Kiss. Great cast as well. Like they really oh, had it all there. Yeah, they absolutely nailed it. They had it all rolling in the deep. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, what else have I got? I've just got. I've got remote control gun is a bit much. They almost. Yeah. They almost nailed it. I pretty much had the same. I didn't take many notes because I was trying to follow <laughs> what was going on. I felt like if I looked away, I would miss oh, whose scene then, it was. And then, as the as the ambulance crashes, it like zooms. It does like a weird zoomy panning, quick panny shot around all the different players that you've seen so yeah. far. And I've just yeah. got this is comical. Like yeah, it's yeah, just it's such so a bad corny. shot. It's so corny. But yeah, but it was enjoyable. Yeah. No, I. I mean, it's the first film of Zoe's that we've watched that, mm-hmm. apart from Pirates of the Caribbean, Obvs. that I've recommend I've recommended to someone. Yeah, yeah. With I recommended it to Luke because he didn't want to watch it. When when we when we were doing Ryan Gosling, not to compare the two, but <laughs> I found most weeks I was going, you, you should someone should watch this film. Like I've watched this yeah, film or, and someone should or watch it. Or people were going, I can't believe you hadn't seen that before. Yeah, yeah. Like it was like, yeah, they were all pretty iconic. But whereas, I, th- I think we're about to get yeah. into that era of Zoe's films. Um, it's hotting up. Yeah, and I think just to get into the, you know the politics of Hollywood. Ooh. Do you know, what I, like I had some thoughts too. Like you first, the fact that she's always always in a minor role. Yeah, I had that. Thought. Always like a best friend, a love interest. Or just yeah. cannon fodder yeah, yeah. in this film. Yeah. I think it's interesting, isn't it? And I think with a lot of female actors, that's like a path that they t- that they have to take. Like they have to wade through so much shit before yeah. they get like yeah. recognised as... Lead roles or anything. Being worthy of a lead role, yeah. Yeah, like I had this exact same thought process virtually yesterday. I don't know what brought it on. I think... Oh, it was your text about, we'll get into this in a minute, but Tom sent me a text with some amazing statistics based on the actors we've watched so oh, far. Oh, yeah, I should and read I, those out, shouldn't I? <laughs> and, I, and I was thinking about, yeah, Ryan Gosling, Robert Pattinson, their roles have felt so solid and, like, iconic in the most part. And, like, every film, you got a real good look at them as an actor because they were always in that lead role. Whereas Zoe Saldana so far, not only is she a woman, she's, like a woman of colour as well and it just feels like all her roles have just been like you said almost disposable yeah. and you haven't really got a good look at her as an actor yet well, which is just like there's been a few depressing. times there's been a few times where we've said I forgot that I was watching this film because Zoe Saldana was in it until she showed up in yeah. it yeah because she's, whereas that's every how little Ryan she's Gosling in it. film it was like this is a Ryan Gosling film from the start yeah like with Robert Pattinson I think the first episode he he wasn't in Vanity Fair, because he was uncredited. Then he was in mm. Sword of Xanten, 
very little and then after that he was pretty much a heavy hitter in yeah. every film that From he was Haunted in Airman, it was like this is the robert pattinson yeah. show yeah no agreed whereas agreed. With, with zoe it's been a lot a lot more sparse it shows you what women in the industry have to go through before they get taken seriously compared to men and especially white men but, i think you know, may, maybe that's changed i don't know but also they also women have a shelf life don't they they don't like they do. women looking old. Yeah, whereas men, like, you can age and you're still considered, like, attractive. Yeah, like, yeah. Brad, Brad Pitt, for example. Brad Pitt is looking raggedy now. Do I still fancy him, though? Yeah, yeah, I do. And so does Hollywood. And that's just how it is. <laughs> um, it's just how it is. But yeah, yeah, take that, Hollywood. Have a long, hard yeah. look at yourself and think about it. Yeah, on a roll pod, think you are a disgrace. <laughs> Okay, Tom, can you please tell the listeners about the amazing statistics that you created and sent to me? Because honestly, fantastic. Blew my mind. Blew my tiny mind. Okay, so this came about because one, I was bored. And two, I think I just watched one of Zoe's films. Yeah. And I've, we've said before about how a lot of her films take place in New York. <laughs> so I thought, let's put this to the test. New York. So this isn't definitive because we've not watched everything yet. But of the films that we have watched starring Zoe Saldana. Yeah. 35% of them have <laughs> taken place in New York. That's mad. And then I thought, what about the other films? What, what about the other actors that we've done? Yeah. What's a What's an, a standout thing about them? So, obviously with Robert, we've mentioned before that he likes to have a little tug in some of his films. <laughs> so I thought, let's just do let's just run a, a statistic on how often um Rob Wanks and or jizzes in his films. <laughs> this is a very loose criteria. I think if I did it on how often he has sex in his films, this statistic would be a lot higher. But I think the fact that it's as high as it is, <laughs> is worrying. Go on. So he on. wanks and or jizzes in 20% of his films. <laughs> That's a lot. That's like, a lot. Because I said to you, like, for the amount that we banged on about it, 35% isn't a lot of like films set in New York really out mm. of a whole career or how much we've watched but that's got to be more than most actors films yeah, I reckon. like for, I reckon. for an average of films yeah and then I couldn't think of a standout feature for Ryan so if anybody else wants to to, to give me a statistic or want to work out your own statistics for Ryan I just got that he is iconic in a hundred percent of his films <laughs> that's a hundred percent accurate so um, good, the, the good, maths good. on that one didn't take me very long no brilliant right should we give this vantage point a rating yes so for those of you listening for the first time for steve pemberton um of inside number nine who's <laughs> definitely listened this far yeah 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 our rating system is based on our actor's name so when we did robert pattinson the wanking fiend we did <laughs> uh is it a pat on the back or a shat on the back when we did um ryan the goosey gosling it was a loosey goosey or a juicy goosey yeah with this we have so many options so many too many an ever-growing list um so started off with is it a zoe saldana or a zoe saldani yeah <clears throat> is it a let's go with saldana or a noe saldana now i can't remember what you said last week so apologies because my friend steph she came to me with one this week i think it was 
It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. And you said one last week, and I can't remember what it was. I can't remember either. It might have been that. It might not. Who knows? Yeah, there's just there's, Zoe is just a very interchangeable word. Um, so if I've got, got that wrong, Steph, then just just let me know. Mm-hmm. But so, what was vantage point for me? It was a let's go, Saldana. I think it was a Zoe Saldana. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was let down a little bit in the last quarter, but yeah, yeah, for sure. But in all, it was a it was. We've a never pleasure. let that stop us before. No, <laughs> it was a pleasure. Yeah, very pleasurable. Let's move on then to the not so pleasurable, the skeptic. Yeah, boy. Also known as the haunting, the haunting? of Brian Beckett. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think you probably did the same. I found this on Amazon. And I typed in the skeptic and it was, it said the haunting, but it had the same cover as the skeptic. And I was like, I'm stuck on field, but they are the same film. So yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, a spooky film, which Emma was very happy about I, as a spooky film. I texted fan. you and was like, why did no one tell me that this was a horror film? I'd already watched it and I was like, because <laughs> I famously do not like horror. Yeah, we're quite opposite in that, aren't we? Yeah. We're, um, you're, well, a no, little, I don't, you're a little horror hater. I don't I don't dislike horror. I like like when it's Halloween and I like spooky season. And like I've been to you, see, I've been to see things you like, like Scooby Doo, right? Scooby Doo and Goosebumps. Yeah, yeah, they're my Kids they're, they're more my brand. <laughs> no, I like I like scary stuff, so like um I went to see because this is this is the interesting thing. I don't like horror films, but I've been to see The Woman in Black, the play in mm. the West End, and I went to see oh, two years ago now ghost stories um which i remember you seeing that i oh i saw the was there a netflix show of there's that? a film it could with, 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 with martin freeman, freeman. yeah yeah i saw so that. interestingly went to see the stage play of ghost stories which um was written by one of the league of gentlemen um who hmm. uh is where steve pemberton and rishi smith uh, part of the League of Gentlemen, um, but I've just given myself whiplash ne- from throwing my head back. Ne- neither <laughs> of them wrote. Neither of them wrote ghost um, stories. But uh, went to yeah. the stage play that and loved it. Scary as fuck, but loved you it. You come to see a few horror films with us as well. You, yeah, didn't we but, see Get Get Out? Yeah, but I wouldn't call that a horror film. It's a spooky film. Yeah, but yeah. So I went to ghost stories. But then I, I started to watch the film and I was like, I absolutely can't watch this. This is too horrifying. But surely there's something more terrifying about it being in real life. Yeah, but you're, I you're, prefer you're that. not right. I prefer that. <laughs> it's because you're there to appreciate the artistry of it yeah, all. Yeah, to be fair, part of, the, part of what I liked about Ghost Stories was like how they made it happen. I was like, mm-hmm. this is so cool. Mm-hmm. I've never seen something like this in theatre before. That sounds cool. But I, I don't want to give it away in case they bring it back because there's like a big plot twist in it. And also... Yeah, also, I want to go see that. Also the stuff that they do like stage wise and technical wise is just so cool one well, one thing that is cool is they um one of the stories is like um a character is talking about how they can smell bleach and for the last like 10 minutes i'd been able to smell bleach and oh. i was like oh oh i'm good oh no i don't want it and then See, all- that's just something you don't get with a with a film yeah yeah cuz i thought i was going mental cuz no one else yeah. was reacting and i was going can you smell? Can um like is this what's happened? I could smell bleach, and then it was oh like and it, the nursery smelt of bleach, and then so just cool. there was some cool stuff with sound cues that like I swear to God the thing was like right behind me, but everyone felt that I don't know how they do that. Um, anyway, I don't like jump scares. That's what I don't like in horror films, yeah, and they that's they fair always enough. rely on jump scares. Um, that's fair enough. 
That was a very long-winded way of me saying that, but... This one wasn't too bad, I didn't think. Um, no, there was one... It was quite corny, I think, that, that helped. It wasn't that scary, because it was just a bit daft. <laughs> there, yeah, there was one, like, five minutes in that got me. And that's I got, when I text you, like... I got got by like, a doll. That's when I text you. I got you. got by a doll, yeah. And there's a few jump scares. But basically, yeah. this guy, Brian Beckett, he's a... The haunting of. He's an uptight <laughs> lawyer who's a scared... Uptight lawyer... He's, He's been, been living, living in his uptown. Nothing rhymes with lawyer. Damn it. Does it not? Lawyer s- Sawyer? Uh, Uptight lawyer. He's been reading Tom Sawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. I'm going to give you a, I'm going to give you a rhyme for lawyer. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> oh, foyer? According to rhymezone.com, r- rhymes for lawyer are foyer, sawyer, schmoyer, voyer. <laughs> Ah. That'd be voyeur, surely. Voyeur. That's something else. Um, annoyer, destroyer, mm. deployer, oh. employer, enjoyer, enjoy her. I've got it. Tom Sawyer. So, uptown lawyer, he's a really big pussy destroyer. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> right. Sorry, just go on down to rhymezone.com. <laughs> <laughs> Just... Oh. I'm trying to move away from it. I'm trying to move away from it. Um, they give you uh, rhymes, for like two syllables, three syllables, four syllables, yeah. five syllables, and seven syllables. The seven-syllable rhyme for lawyer, apparently, <laughs> the only option, there's only one option, guided missile destroyer. I think they need to add Pussy Destroyer. How many is that? (laughs) Pussy Destroyer. That's another five-syllable one for you. The only one they've got here is Multi-Employer. Holy shit. What a journey that was. Good God. Thank you, Rhymezone. Uh, Rhymezone.com. Good song by Charlie is so cool-like. Anyway, uh, his aunt dies and... R.I.P. To the aunt you used to be. I'm getting ripped tonight. R.I.P. My aunt who died in her house all alone and now continues to haunt me. <laughs> oh my god, the silly juice is just too strong today. Do you know, that's a TikTok thing. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. I've seen Have you seen that. the one that's R.I.P. I'm getting ripped tonight. R.I.P. That Mike Wazowski. <laughs> no, you gotta send me that. Always one. watching. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, oh ooh, my so that's god! That's gonna sound nice. Anyway, his aunt dies. He doesn't go to. He's it. got to sort out her estate, hasn't he? He doesn't go to her funeral because he does. He's like, oh, I didn't like her anyway. Funerals aren't important. <laughs> my man. <laughs> and his um. What a guy! His wife, who I described as a budget Kristen Bell. Yeah. She, oh my god, it's so true. She, like this first time I saw, her, I was like, "Is that Kristen Bell?" And then it wasn't, and I was like, "Oh, just budget." Yeah. They're falling out. So to teach her a lesson, he asks for a divorce. And his <laughs> his his reasoning there is it will um, make her see the error of her ways and want him back. That's toxic. Yeah. And then his friend Sully, who is also his business partner. Yeah. He's talking to him about, you know, you should go to funerals because it's, you know, passage of the dead and all this. And it's important. Mm. And he's going to get haunted if he doesn't do it, basically. And also, he's talking about mythical things. They mentioned the Loch Ness Monster, which is the second mention of the Loch Ness Monster on this podcast. Ah. Throwing it back to episode four, when Bella Swan says, You name my daughter! 
Yeah. Just throwing it back to sorry, that. Sorry, that's that's going to peak horribly. That in was the audio. I'm I, sorry. I wanted you to do that. That's, you baited that's me. Why you know, I, I you know it, that I can't. I set it up for stop. you to do that. Yeah, thank you. So, no worries. Um, and then they go to the car. One of the funniest things that I've ever seen happens when they arrive at the house. <laughs> I had to video it and send it to Emma. I enjoyed. He this. does like a little. He does a tap on the top of the car, and then he like jumps in the air, runs around, and tries to jump over the bonnet or something. We'll have to post it on social media. But honestly, yeah. so funny. Then they go in the house, and also I got. He was dressed like the FBI because I've been watching a lot of X Files. He's got a suit and tie on, and he's he's called Sully. Um, yeah. And they're talking about definitely a reference. They're talking right? about paranormal stuff. It's got to be a reference. Anyway, they get in the house. He has like a seizure, and then he's like, "Don't go in the room with the crucifix." Six six six. I am the Antichrist. <laughs> and it's just a bit of classic yeah. demonic possession. And then he goes, "Are you okay? Are you okay, Sully?" And he's like, "What happened? What happened?" He's like, "Let's get you your juice." And he pulls out, I'm not shitting you, a Capri Sun from this guy's suit jacket. I was like, why has he got this? <laughs> that'll be you. That'll be you yeah. if you're a hotshot lawyer just carrying around a Capri Sun. Look, everyone needs a bit of an orange Capri Sun. An absolute classic. Mm. All my memories of you in school are just you with a Capri Sun. <laughs> a Capri Sun. A Capri Sun. A Capri Sun. And then he... Other juices are available. So his friend leaves anyway, and then he decides that he will go in the room with the crucifix. Because he keeps hearing, like, funny noises around the house. Um, And then... And he's like, I don't believe in that shit anyway, so who cares? He goes in the room, there's, like, a shrine there to... I don't really know what. Just, like, loads of, like, candles and shit. Yeah. Uh, Oh, and, like, uh, something... A dresser falls over and... He keeps hearing bumps and he hears voices. Then he finds out that the house hasn't actually been left to him, even though he's the next of kin, and it's been left to a sleep-like research clinic. And Mm. he goes there, and they actually turns out that they do paranormal investigations as well. Because who doesn't do that? How convenient! But they don't. Apparently, they don't believe in the paranormal. Anyway, Zoe Saldana's like their resident psychic, and (laughs) she comes. She comes to his house and is like. Oh, yeah, there's something going on here. I can feel some energies or whatever. And then she gets all at the dinner table. Yeah, she's very chaotic, isn't she? She's super scatty and chaotic for the the first couple of times you see her. And then she turns into a really, like, gentle, supportive paranormal investigator. It's like two different characters. And, like, some of the creepy stuff that he encounters is he sits down at the dinner table and one of the chairs is facing the other way. (laughs) Ooh. Mate, he wouldn't want to come in my house because there's stuff all over the and place. And then he looks in a mirror and there's a woman sat in the chair. There's just like shit. That was creepy. There's just shit like that. The fucking doll in the attic, he find, man, that's He what finds got me. a sock at the top of the stairs. This Dobby. <laughs> Master <laughs> is a free around. elf. <laughs> um, uh, and then he says he hears, he hears voices and yeah, he just... He goes to he goes back to the paranormal investigator and he tells him that it's it's not voices, it's just a cluster of chi energy. And a chi. Whatever that means. Um that's definitely scientific. And then anyway, yeah. basically Zoe they find a chest in his basement and they open yeah. it and he finds a doll and it makes him have like a reaction. Like a oh, and we've also learned seizure. that his mother died when he was young. And that we yeah. think that's why he's like emotionally he's got all this closed trauma off. Over yeah. It. yeah. Anyway, after he finds this doll, he starts to realise and have flashbacks to the fact that 
his mother abused him when he was a child. And it turns out that his aunt's house was actually his childhood home. And then after his mother died, they moved out of that house. And the psychiatrist that he went to help him repress his memories and his aunt moved in to that house so that um, he didn't have to live there anymore. And it then turns out that his mum used to like lock him in his room for doing like minor things and on the day she died they were supposed to go for a picnic and he was not allowed to go and was locked in the closet where the crucifix was Ugh. i mean that's creepy because he left a sock on the stairs it all comes together a, sock, a ghostly sock on the stairs so then in retaliation he left toys on the stairs and his mother tripped over them and fell to her death <laughs> That's bad, isn't it? So That's really it was bad. his fault. Yeah. The little shit. I mean, it sounds like she deserved it if we're being really honest. Yeah, I mean... If we're yeah, being totally I mean, honest. Yeah. That bitch got what she deserved. <laughs> so then anyway, he goes back to the house after he's learnt all this from his psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. And then he's about to go in and he's like, no, better not go in because there's a fucking ghost of my mum in there that's haunting me. Yeah. Because I, cause I killed her. <laughs> But then he sees Zoe's car parked outside, so he tries to ring her, but he can't get hold of her, so he runs in the house, and then he then she rings him back, and he's like, where are you? Why'd you leave your car outside? Mm-hmm. And she's like, I didn't. He looks out the window. The car's gone. The car's been dead for ten years. <laughs> so he's like, oh shit, the ghost tricked me. So then he's like tearing up the house, like, come fucking get me, you bitch. <laughs> and then... That is literally what he does. He's giving it Billy Big Bollocks. And then he sees his mum at the bottom of the stairs. Mama, is that you? And that shits him up so much that he he trips down the stairs and lands exactly where she died. And then he sees a vision of her on the picnic that they were supposed to go on. And so on the Wikipedia page, because I read up on it just to like refresh myself with the memory of what actually happened, because I feel like nothing happened in this film. Yeah, It says he is given a vision of the day of the picnic that he was supposed to go on. And in the vision, it is implied that she's apologising to him. Did you get that? No. 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 And then... Implied. It, it like, it's implied that she's... I mean, when I watched it again, she look, She smiles at him. Maybe in a, oh, I love you really way. That's not Maybe. an apology. But... And then it says, and then it cuts back to him and the screen fades to black. He finds himself at the bottom of the stairs and it fades to black. So that implies to me that he survived... I took it when I watched it that he died. Yeah, like, yeah. And that was him. She got him. The ghost got him. Got him. Hey, got you. Yeah, I got hey. that as well. It was. It was not. It was not that great, was it? Really? No. Better than the haunted airman. Yeah, I mean, the bar was the bar was on the floor. So. As a ghost story, but yeah, didn't receive great reviews this either. Disappointing because when I saw it was something spooky, I was quite excited, but. Well, yeah. if you like horror and you like Zoe, Emma, you hang on because she is in some more horror. Ooh, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm super excited. I, and I think I think a good one as well. Ooh. Well, that remains to be seen. Uh, so, should we give this a rating? Uh, yeah. It's just really nothing, wasn't it? It was a Noe uh, Saldana. Yeah, Noe Saldana for nah. me. Nah. Noe. It's a Noe Saldana. It's a Noe from me, baby. That was beautiful. Thank you. That was beautiful. <laughs> um, okay, that takes us on to the official Zoe Saldana ranking then. Shall I give you the top five? Yeah, boy. Have you got a, a way in which you would like me to read the top five? 
Um, do it in your best ghost voice. I knew you were going to say that. Did you? Get off my level. Yeah, I, was like, I bet Tom, she's going to say... Tom, get get off my level. Get off my level. Madam, <laughs> could I pol- politely request you step off f- from my level? <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> in at number five. Oh, my God. It's after sex. <laughs> Number five is drumline. This is a ghost or just like a very strange Kate Bush impression. (laughs) Number three is understand. (laughs) Oh my god. Turn it into Bowie. Number two is get over it. Here we go again. Here we fucking go again. And then I'll do creepy child ghost for number one. Okay. Mummy. (laughs) Mummy. Number one is Pirates of the Caribbean. Curse of the Black I mean, I feel positively haunted. So, sorry, I lost you there for about five minutes. Um, <laughs> we're doing the, the ranking. We're, we're doing, doing the, the ranking. The Zoe ranking. Sorry, my yeah. internet just cut out. <laughs> Do you want me to do it again? Please, please no. Please no. Sorry. A, don't worry. A series of ghosts took over and did it for you. Oh. Yeah, so don't worry that's about pretty, it. it that's pretty, that's pretty spooky. It saved you a job. Oh my God. That's, cr- I can't believe that. Oh my God. Isn't that weird? Those I'm, bloody Wi-Fi ghosts. I'm crying. Um, right. I'm literally where crying. Gonna, where oh should God. we stick then? If that's been covered for me, where should we stick <laughs> a vantage point? Um, I feel like it was better than after sex. <laughs> what the, f- <laughs> Sorry. Are you going to make a dirty joke? I, I don't think I need to. Grow um, up. Grow the fuck up. Grow up! <laughs> or do, I don't know. Do you? Do you agree? I don't know. I've some, had some pretty bad... Um, I don't know. I've yeah, never no, had I, sex. I, uh, me neither. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's stick it after sex. Stick it in there. Please. <laughs> Grow the fuck up. <laughs> and where are we, where we going to stick? The skeptic. Um, I think that it was better than s- s- Laura Norton. Better than premium. <laughs> Very premium. Very yeah, yeah, premium. we'll get there. Yep, cool. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> okay. Um, that takes us on to <laughs> letters from the honor roll. Sorry, we've just completely lost it. Cool. So we've got two emails. Okay. From the same person. Oh, God. This is from Tasha Norcliffe. Oh, cool. I believe you know. Yeah. Hello. She's a cool gal. Just a quick message to say I'm super enjoying your podcast. Thank you. Just wanted to say hi and let you know that I'm currently on episode 20. Wow. And it's really helping me get through work. I'm not sure what I'll do when I catch up and I I have to only listen once a week. Also, P.S. I still haven't figured out how you can leave a review on spotify can you explain how to for all the idiots out there who have googled it and still haven't figured it out 
I don't think you can. I think you can only well, leave reviews on Apple, which I know I don't use Apple because I'm a Spotify gal. I've and... looked into it. I've looked into it and you can't leave a review on Spotify, unfortunately. Yeah. But where you may be running into issues is when you Google leave a review on Spotify podcasts, mm. there is a page that professes to tell you how to do so mm. but the instructions that it's giving you are actually how to leave a review on apple podcasts yeah but it's, it still says that it's for spotify my best advice is if you want to help us out with spotify just share just share it with a friend yeah or, or tweet it or something or quick just quickly download apple podcasts leave us a quick review and then you can delete it and get on with your day yeah um, if that's on. what you want to do there's no pressure there um she says also keep it up Thank you for all the laughs. Oh, Aww. and about the actor and actress ideas. Do you think you'll inevitably have to do Leonardo DiCaprio at some point? Long season alert, Natasha. Um, we we don't care to to say who we, we might do. We can neither confirm nor deny these vicious rumours. <laughs> yeah, we can we cannot subject ourselves to such hearsay. Tasha. I don't think it'd be as long a series as you think either. Anyway, um, she just <laughs> says, hi, me again. Just a quick one. Please do a series of Christopher... Christopher... <laughs> Christian Bale. I wanted oh. to say Christopher Nolan, but it's Christen, Christian Bale. I feel we must, right? Mm. Yeah, we right? must, Tasha. We must. We yeah. must. Do you want to become a producer? <laughs> P.S. Question for you guys. If you had to name a favourite film series where more than three films were made, what would it be? You cannot choose Harry Potter. That's for you, Emma. Fast and Furious. Um. Yeah, that's right. You wanted me to pick something sensible, didn't you? Or interesting, or artsy, or actually good. But no, I'm going to pick Fast and Furious. Film series with more than three films. My actual favourite film is Alien. However... I only acknowledge Alien and Aliens, so to say it's my favourite series would just be incorrect because after that, it just lost me. Whereas Fast and Furious, as far as I'm concerned, is pure thrills from start to finish. I, I don't know, you know. I don't know what I'd say. Harry Potter is... Well, it says that only you can't choose Harry Potter. I wouldn't um, choose it anyway. But because a lot of the films that I like are trilogies. Mm. Um, and, and the problem with long-running series is... They're not all good. No, that's like, true. I like the I like Terminator One and Two. Mm. There's been like six or mm-hmm. seven, six or seven Terminators at this point. Yeah. But the, after two, they're all trash. Yeah, yeah. And I've not seen all the Alien films. Sorry. It's Fast and Furious um, for me. That's an easy one. I've not seen all the Fast and Furious films. Um, I'm really struggling. I guess boring answer. The MCU. They're a series of films. Oh yeah, perfect. Kraken. Yeah. Yeah. No, the the Kraken's in Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> what's your favorite tasha let us know we would like your answer too and you can't say harry potter <laughs> that's for you that's for you tasha it's not nice is it <laughs> <Got her>. <laughs> classic <laughs> right um if you want to contact us you can do so at honorrollpod at gmail.com yes that concludes letters from the honor roll um would you like to take us on to Thank you, Tom, for that beautiful introduction. Yes, no it's time for the Zoa Monroe segment where I give Thomas three quotes and he has to guess who said the quote. Was it Zoe Saldana or Marilyn Monroe? Now we're... <laughs> are we 4-3? <four>, <laughs> I think we... it's 3-all, isn't it? 3-3, three, three, yeah. A, it's a draw, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, okay, whatever you say. It'll be 4-3 for one of us after this week. Yeah, so they're getting a bit harder for me now because they're becoming a bit more obvious, in my opinion. But, Emo. you know. So, yeah, play along at home as usual. It's a, it's a hoot. So, right. Are you ready? I'm ready as I'll ever be. Um. Right, quote number one. I'm a very feminine person, but I have this hard shell, man. And I say, focus. I don't take things personally. <laughs> That's got to be Zoe Saldana. <laughs> Zoe Marilyn Saldana. Monroe wouldn't say, <laughs> I got a hard shell, man. I've got a hard shell, man. I got a hard shell. Is that how she talks? Was that an old man? I got a hard shell. Right. My storm shell. <laughs> Quote number two. What doesn't feel okay to me, what feels a little bit out of balance is when you want to turn yourself into something else, when you want to be another person. Ooh. Can I, can I hear it again? You may. <clears throat> what doesn't feel okay to me, what feels a little bit out of balance, is when you want to turn yourself into something else, when you want to be another person. Marilyn Monroe. I might be wrong. That was Zoe Saldana. Oh. oh my god! Oh my god! All to play for, all to play for. Right. Uh. Quote number three. You ready? Yes. For those who are poor in happiness, each time is a first time. Happiness never becomes a habit. Zoe Saldana. That was Marilyn Monroe. I'm gonna oh fucking flip god. this. Fucking. <laughs> god. Oh. Oh. He's lost it. He's, He's fucking lost, lost it. it. My Sorry, head's gone. There's, there's plenty more to come. <laughs> Four three to me, just so we know. Oh God, that was brilliant. Right, Jesus. Oh. <laughs> I don't He's like sad it. Now. Right, I'll tell you then before we finish what films we're watching next week. And as as previously hinted at, mm-hmm. we're hitting the big leagues now. Yeah. Before next week, we shall be watching. Star Trek, <gasps> Avatar, <gasps> and Death at a Funeral. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but those are the next three films that we shall be watching. This is so exciting. We're hitting the big leagues now, boys. We're hitting the big leagues. Let's go. <laughs> We've got the fucking biggest grossing film of all time on our plate. Yeah, boy. And I think after she was in that, people were probably like, we should probably cast her in things. Yeah. Because she's making us some money recognize okay so that brings us to the end of the show yep if you've enjoyed please leave us a rating on apple itunes apple podcasts Mm -hmm. not on spotify i think by the way that that's my fault. i have said on previous episodes please give us a rating on spotify as we've established from the letters segment um you cannot do that but (laughs) if in doubt like emma says just tell your friends tell a friend That's, that's the best way you can help us out yeah for sure and if you want to contact us what are the ways that they can contact us, Emma? You could send us an email, like we said, honorrollpod at gmail.com. You could tweet us at honorrollpod. You could get us on Instagram at honorrollpod. You could head to our website, honorrollpod.com, and find all our episodes and other ways of contacting us. You could go to our Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash honorrollpod, 
and get access to our bonus episodes and all the weird and wacky content that we put in there. There's, it's been getting strange, um, but we're not going to tell you what happened. It's been because... getting strange, and I feel like there's another one on the way after this week. But yeah, as we said at the beginning, that, that's the perfect way that if you're thinking, oh, they've got a, a hiatus coming up, yeah, um, I'm going to be bereft of content. Exactly. Then, you know, there's a whole other series that you've yet to hear with your ears on there yeah, um, so, so that would be perfect join even our, if you even if you just sign up for that you know um just join then, our amazing patrons you might which stick I around because just the quality content i will shout out our beautiful patrons because we were meant to and we forgot we've been we've meant to since we started this series i think yeah so um, come and join we've we've forgotten every week and every week i text emma as i'm editing this and going we didn't shout out the patrons they've been listed in the show notes every week yeah, but, um, but I'll give them a quick shout This is the first out. time we're going to air them. So I'm going to do it fast. I'm going to do it fast. Right, ready. Come to Patreon and join Tasha, Luke, Harry, Hannah, Sue, Forrest, Daisy, Beth and Maya. What team is the honour roll? Honour roll. Well, yeah, actually, we said, didn't we, that we've started our own superhero yeah. team yeah. called the the honour roll. Yeah. So, yeah, you can if you're part of the honour roll Patreon, you can, you can name your own superhero. Yeah. It's a lot um, of fun. We have a good time. It, oh, we have a good time. Have a great time. It's a hoot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. We'll see you next week anyway. I think that's yeah. everything that we need to say, isn't it? Um, yeah. Have a lovely week. Have a good and one. And we'll see you when we talk about Star Trek. Live long and prosper. Aww. That's the right one, isn't it? May the force be with you. Yeah. No, no. It was the other one. You shall not pass. Okay. Yeah. You're a wizard. Um, Let's go. See ya. Bye. That was a bit loud. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 